Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Entrickin, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter at BD Entrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. I'm here to recap Tuesday's action on the diamond and get you ready for Wednesday's full slate of action, full day, starting at 1.10 p.m. Eastern throughout the entire evening. So let's get caught up on Tuesday's news and notes. Shane McClanahan will have Tommy John surgery and miss all of the 2024 season. That was the fear we've had all along. You know, after opinion, after opinion, after opinion, it finally happened. Shane McClanahan will have Tommy John surgery. Manny Margot, he's also going to have elbow surgery for the Tampa Bay Rays. going to miss three to four weeks. The Rays recalled Jonathan Aranda during that uh, to, to fill in for now. Aranda's actually shown some promise, good good numbers in AAA, and from time to time in his call-ups throughout the last month, um, he's, been, he's, been, he's been productive, so keep an eye on how that situation plays out. Bobuchet of the Toronto Blue Jays will begin a rehab assignment on Tuesday. Um, he, he was DHing Tuesday night. He's going to play shortstop on Wednesday, and he's been progressing very well through his rehab. And if those two games go well, he can return to the Toronto Blue Jays this weekend. JJ Bleday, he went to the IL for the Oakland Athletics with a sprained ACL. Um, he might be out minimum 10 days. Timetable is yet to be determined. Opens up more consistent playing time for Butler and others in the outfield. Butler hit his first career home run on Tuesday, so that's pretty cool in that scenario. Red Sox, they're expected to activate Tanner Houck from the IL and start on Monday versus the Astros. But we mentioned how his last rehab, rehab start went well, and they're going to bring him. They're going to bring him back this weekend, but they decided to push him back to Monday versus the Houston Astros. Tim Anderson, he was scratched from Tuesday's lineup for the Chicago White Sox with neck stiffness. Continued issues for Tim Anderson. It's just one injury after another. Still has a suspension to serve. It's pretty wild stuff there with Tim Anderson, whose season just looks like it's completely gone up in flames. Jose Altuve, he left Tuesday's game for the Houston Astros with a bruised knee. He is day-to-day. Let's keep an eye on that situation. Mauricio Dubon came in to fill in for Altuve for the rest of that game. Michael Brantley will begin a rehab assignment on Tuesday for the Houston Astros. Um, I'm assuming it will be at least a week or so since he's been so in and out of everything, but you never know. And it'll make things really interesting when Brantley comes back. Like, what do they do with Yanar Diaz's playing time? And you got the, um, you know, McCormick and other guys in the outfield Really curious to see how Brantley suits in there because this this Astros team's playing well. These young players are playing well. Brantley just seems like a cog that's going to screw it all up, but Baker loves his veterans, so keep an eye on that scenario. Willie Castro of the Minnesota Twins was placed on the IL with an oblique strain. Coincidentally, the same day they activated Royce Lewis off the IL. I've been saying on this show and other shows that we kept thinking, okay, where's Royce going to play when he comes back? You got Julian, you got Polanco, you got all these situations. I said, guys, pretty simple. Willie Castro, sure he's been playing well. He's expendable if Lewis is healthy. Well, didn't think it'd be an IL stint with an oblique strain. Made it a lot easier for the Minnesota Twins to get Lewis back in the lineup, and he hit third 
on Tuesday, getting an RBI single, went like one for four on the day. Ryan Helsley of the St. Louis Cardinals had his rehab outing scheduled for Wednesday pushed back as Helsley is continuing to to uh, feel soreness in his arm. More setbacks for Helsley. Uh, it's just one thing after another, so time will tell when he gets to get back on the mound throwing for the Cardinals. Joe Ryan, some positive notes, through a successful bullpen session on Tuesday for the Minnesota Twins. He's expected to make a rehab start this weekend. Maybe, maybe we see Ryan back in the bigs next week. Nate Eovaldi also threw a successful bullpen session on Tuesday, the equivalent of two innings, a little up-down bullpen for two innings, and a rehab outing could be coming soon for Eovaldi as well. As like we reported last time, he's about a week ahead of schedule from the original three- to four-week uh, diagnosis for Eovaldi's return. The Marlins, they signed Jorge Alfaro to a minor league deal, signing him to AAA. It's just crazy. Alfaro's hopping all over the place this year. Pretty wild stuff. Josh Harrison also signed a minor league deal with the Texas Rangers, adding depth to a playoff contending team. The, temp- the Toronto Blue Jays reinstated Jordan Romano from the IL and sent Nate Pearson back to AAA. So now Romano goes back into his closing duties with Jordan Hicks and others in the back end of that Toronto bullpen. The Pirates, they recalled Johan Ramirez from AAA, sending Quinn Priester back to AAA. People were pretty pumped when the young um, prospect was called up in Priester. It was not good, folks. Lots of pitch to contact, not good stuff there. Things he needs to work out in AAA until we see him again. Chicago Cubs Marcus Stroman is, is still experiencing right rib discomfort, and he was able to come off the IL on Tuesday and will not be activated as he's still day-to-day as he's dealing with that rib injury. The Nationals, they reinstated Hunter Harvey from the IL on Tuesday, and Harvey was doing a great job in the closing role before his injury, but since he's been injured, Kyle Finnegan has been outstanding, yet to allow a run since he took over that role, picking up save after save, and that led Davey Martinez of the Washington Nationals to say Kyle Finnegan will remain the closer while Harvey will do setup duties for the time being. Some good news out of Anaheim, Logan O'Hoppy was transferred to AAA to continue his rehab assignment, meaning he's extremely close to returning. If all goes well, not sure if it's this weekend, but early next week we get Logan O'Hoppy back in the bigs. And last but not least, Ryan Noda of the Oakland Athletics. He started his rehab assignment in AAA, let off and DH'd on Tuesday night as he's inching his way back after his nasty uh, jaw injury after a dental procedure. Uh, so Noda will be back soon. And then Mason Miller, through 35-pitch bullpen session, he's set to go do a rehab assignment and maybe come back to the bigs for a few innings here or there down the stretch. All right, underdog fantasy, everybody. Want to make some money making picks on MLB games? Then you have to try Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. In Underdog's Pick'em game, you just pick your favorite baseball players to predict whether they will go higher or lower on stats like strikeouts, hits, and more. Pick two to five players, get all your picks right, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Be sure to sign up with promo code PITCHERLIST, P-I-T-C-H-E-R-L-I-S-T, all one word, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100, so you have some bonus cash to start playing with. I'm not a big fan of the overnight lines right now, but the two picks I have scheduled so far, Cabrian Hayes over one and a half runs or one and a half total bases as the Pirates take on Tyler Miguel. Uh, Hayes has been outstanding of late. We've talked about him on the show recently. I really like where he's going. I like the over one and a half total bases. And then Atlanta's got a great spot versus Vasquez. Give me Matty Olson over one and a half total bases versus Vasquez of the New York Yankees. All right, everybody, that's underdog fantasy. Dot com or underdog fantasy in the app store sign up with promo code PitcherList, all one word and get your first deposit doubled up to 100 dollars. friendly reminder here you must be at least 18 or over and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates 19 or over in alabama and nebraska 21 or over in massachusetts and arizona terms do apply 
your concern with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. And in Tennessee, call 1-800-889-9789. All right, some hitting highlights from Tuesday. Ty France. Welcome back, Ty. He went four for six with a home run, a double, a run scored, and three RBIs as the Mariners put up a crooked number in Kansas City. Kansas City came back and put up a crooked number of their own as well. But over the last 10 games for Ty France, he's hitting 333 with two doubles, three home runs, six runs, and nine RBIs. He's available on a lot of waiver wires. And if he can catch some fire for the last few weeks of the season, he'll be huge for your fantasy teams. The over Pagaro, I'm going to bring him up again because he did it again. Two for four with a home run, two runs scored, an RBI, and a walk. Pagaro over his last eight games for the Pirates, hitting 357 with two homers, five runs scored, six RBIs, and one stolen base. He's got that second base shortstop eligibility, which is beautiful this time of year in fantasy. Jordan Walker of the St. Louis Cardinals has been a very rocky season for him, but he's been decent of late. On Tuesday, Walker went one for three with a home run, two runs scored, an RBI, and a walk. Over Walker's last eight games, he's hitting 241 with a double, a triple, a homer, three runs, five RBIs, and a stolen base. So he's not lighting the world on fire, but he's showing signs of life. Someone to keep in mind in your deeper formats. Some starting pitching highlights from Tuesday. Logan Allen of the Cleveland Guardians, six innings, no runs, four hits, three walks, and seven Ks in Great American Small Park. Logan Allen has had some walk issues of late, so the three walks we will take. He had 15 whiffs and a 34% CSW in Cincinnati as that offense has just sputtered, sputtered in a big way of late. Over Allen's last three starts, he's thrown 17 innings, only allowed three runs, which is outstanding. Does have 10 walks, unfortunately, but 15 strikeouts. So the, the whip is not ideal, but the ERA and the Ks are great from Logan Allen. Alex Fado talked about him as an interesting play in DFS uh, to fade potentially, but I was also curious to see how he'd pitch. Not too shabby for Fado versus the Minnesota Twins. Five innings, no runs, one hit, one walk, and six Ks for the young righty from Detroit. He had eight whiffs and a 38% CSW, which is outstanding. It's a lot of painting, a lot of called strikes for Fado. Um, over his two starts since getting recalled, he's gone 10 and two-thirds innings, allowed three runs, three walks with 11 strikeouts. Someone to definitely monitor. I'm not thinking we're out of the woods. There might be a blow-up here or there, but he can put together some nice little starts here, and the strikeouts could be a nice appeal for Mr. Fado. And then Zach Lytle, been a big fan of his, been streaming him lately. He went five and two-thirds, two earned, three hits, no walks, five Ks against the Giants, had nine whiffs and a 28% CSW. Over the last four starts for Lytle, as he's entered the rotation for the Rays, going five innings or more each start, which has been great. Over the last four starts, though, 22 and two-thirds innings for Lytle, seven earned runs, only one walk with 15 strikeouts. So decent ratios with some strikeout upside for Mr. Lytle. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP Roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Some relief pitching highlights from Tuesday, quite the opposite from Monday, where we had two whole saves. The big boys came to town on Tuesday. Manuel Classe picked up his 32nd save of the season. Ryan Presley his 28th for the Astros. Kenley Jansen picked up his 28th for the Red Sox. Jordan Romano, fresh off the IL, picked up save 29. David Bednar saved 25. Johan Duran saved 22 for the Twins. Gregory Santos, as he's taken over for the closing role in Chicago, picked up his fourth save for the White Sox. Paul Sewald saved 24 for the D-backs. Those were the big ones. Andres Munoz blew a save, though, for the Mariners, as he was outstanding when he first took over that role when Seawall got traded. Been a little rocky of late for Andres Munoz. Still going to roll with them. He's the best bet in the back end of that Mariners bullpen. Make sure you read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on PitcherList.com for more information about all things relief pitching. 
All right, before we look at Wednesday's action on the diamond, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat, and that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain, and they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Inchkin, a.k.a. KC Bubba. DFS, we have an eight-game main slate starting at 7.05 p.m. Eastern time. Very interesting slate, much different than Tuesdays. We're looking at pitching. Kevin Gossman going against Philadelphia is your highest-priced pitcher. Looks like he might be worth the price. You have Blake Snell versus Baltimore. Nice nice tournament look there. Luis Castillo versus Kansas City. KC's been pesky, but I like Castillo's ace upside in that one. And if you're looking to punt, Jonathan Gray coming off a gem versus the Giants. Gets a struggling Angels team that strikes out over 28% of the time versus righties this past month. And then Javier Assad is a super punt versus the White Sox. Assad looked great in seven innings against Toronto his last time out. Gets a scuffling White Sox offense. Could be a good spot there. If you're looking at bats, give me the Cubbies versus Clevenger. Keep going to the Braves, folks. They get Vasquez and that Yankees bullpen. Seattle versus Alec Marsh. Seattle went off on Tuesday. Great spot for them to go off once again on Wednesday. And then Texas faces the lefty Reed Detmers, who has been horrific of late. He's going to be pitching for his job, basically, as he could be getting sent down when Otani comes back into the rotation. So Texas versus Detmers is a great spot as well. Some things I'm looking forward to on Wednesday, Verlander versus Luzardo in Miami. This is a big one. Verlander's looked pretty good in his two starts with the Astros since coming back over 13 innings. Pretty solid stuff there. Luzardo has scuffled a lot of late. Allowed 15 runs in his last three outings, seven in his last outing. He needs a bounce back, and the Astros are not going to make it easy for him. So a really good one there for Verlander versus Luzardo. Nola versus Gossman. Nola coming off a nice outing his last time out. Hasn't really put two straight together. Probably all season. It's been pretty rough. I looked at his last like month and a half. Didn't do it over that stretch. So Nola going up against Toronto, a Toronto team you can get for sure. And then you got Gossman, who's been really, really solid since coming back from his injury against a, a Philadelphia team that got shut down by Yusei Kikuchi on Tuesday. Reed Detmers versus John Gray. Detmers pitching for his life or his job, at least, I should say. Let's not be too crazy here. And then John Gray, who's been much better over his last few starts, getting the swinging strike rate back up, the strikeouts back up after dealing with a blister issue for almost a month, it felt like. Really interesting to see how that one goes with Detmers versus Gray. More of a fantasy appeal than a real-life appeal in that one. And then you got Dean Kramer versus Blake Snell. Nice little evening game there in San Diego. That'll do it, folks. Another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. Once again, if you have not, for some weird reason, gone to pitcherlist.com, go check them out. Lots of great free content, articles, podcasts, and much, much more. And then if you like it so much, which you will, go check out PL Plus and PL Pro. Gets you into the awesome Discord. Gets you even more content. Gets you front of the line for all the new stuff they're coming out with. And there's plenty of that to come. So go check out PL Plus, PL Pro. You will not regret it.
Well, that'll do it, folks. Another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. I'll be back to you guys tomorrow to recap Wednesday, look ahead to Thursday. But for now, this is your First Pitch Podcast Wednesday, August 16th edition. Hope you all have a great day. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.